The following podcast is provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome everyone to Answers for Elders Radio. And I am here with the wonderful Kelly Smith from Care Partners Living, which, by the way, you've been the best of the business this this uh, month on wow. KLFE, which is amazing. Yeah, thank and, you so much. Um, we are so excited again with our partnership with Care Partners and you know, I also, Kelly, I want to say, um, before we get into this topic, um, I just got the opportunity to spend time with you and um, at the Washington Home Care Association and to see the standard that our providers are kept to and your support of our home care industry has been phenomenal. Well, thank you. So um, I really want to say thank you to you. You're so very welcome. I honestly believe that even though for a living what I do is very different than home care, I think people are really better off in their homes if they can stay there. That's Mm -hmm. what's best for them. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, and that's leading into this first segment that we want to talk about um, I've asked Kelly, thank you for being so gracious to be here with us for the entire hour today, because I want to talk about, as we wrap up this month, talking about senior living, um, it's perfect that we end on this high note with care partners because you. you guys really support all phases of the transition of these living, you know, situations. You and I always talk about sometimes I think for families, housing is probably one of the most daunting pieces of senior care. People don't know the difference of it. They don't know the terminology. They don't know how to pick the right community for them. And it is as unique a decision as we are as individuals. And I think that's really important. So, you know, what I'd love to do today, Kelly, is talk about initially the difference between when people talk about independent living and they talk about retirement living. Sure. Um, people think it's the same thing. They do. And and it's because, this, again, what what are we really trying to do? We're trying mm-hmm. to educate people. Mm-hmm. Right? I always say I'm going to arm you for bear and then let you right. go do your thing. But right. at least you know what questions to ask. Retirement living. When people say retirement apartments, mm-hmm. retirement seniors, uh, you know, right. complexes, what we're looking at is over 55 um, which means there's no children, no mm-hmm. teenagers living right. there. Uh, the cost is usually quite a bit less. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get some of those those apartments, good size apartments, absolutely twelve hundred bucks. You mm-hmm. know, um, pretty reasonable for two people. There's not usually a second person fee. Uh, they might have um, a dining area that's for special occasions, but usually you cook in your own room. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might have housekeeping. They might have activities. But um, there's not, there's no care involved. If you've got an owie and you want a nurse to look at it, there's nobody there to do that. You have that to pick for up you. the phone. Exactly. Right. And I think the thing that's really unique about something like this, and this is something, you know, we have a lot of over fifty-five communities in this area, which I think is amazing. Um, there's some that actually will progress on to, into more. But yeah, we but, do have some wonderful CCRCs, which right. is the continuing. Uh, care, you know, communities, and mm-hmm. and those those are extremely valuable Absolutely. if you can if you can afford them, but or yeah. you can actually purchase a home like Providence Point in Issaquah exactly. as an example. There you go, where you could purchase a home in an over fifty five community, and you invest in that area, and it is you know kind of centered around you know culture, exactly. I guess you could say. Um, but you know, one of the things I think is really interesting about the options and and that people have is, you know, this whole idea of over 55. I don't think we talk enough about it 
because I think a lot of times, you know, when you're at that age, 55, 60, 65, you're not looking at, you know, needing to provide, you know, live in a big house anymore. A lot of times your kids are gone. Um, You know, they're married or grown up or, you know, moved away or whatever. And so many times seniors will be alone in a big house that's too big for them that they have to, you know, they have to take care of. Property taxes in some cases are through the ceiling. And if you're on a fixed income, it's probably time to start making a change. Yeah, I agree. So tell me what that process is like. Well, the process is, is simple. I, the first thing I tell people is make sure that you go take a look at a couple of different places. Don't settle mm-hmm. on the first one you look at. But find out what is really included. Okay. Is there options for you to truly age in place? Is that something you're worried about? Do you have a, a family history of, of you know, hip surgery? Uh, right. You know, are you, gonna, are you worried that you might develop dementia down the road? We hope mm-hmm. not. No. But let's take a look at what, what, are, you, what are you concerned about long mm-hmm. term, not just a fix for today? Very I, good point. And know. I think a lot of decisions sometimes are made on today. Yeah. There, there's, not, there's not a lot of foresight of, gee, you know, well, I have some, you know, I have arthritis. Perfect example. Yeah. Okay. I have arthritis. So I sit there and I think, well, I do fine with my house. Well, the next house I live in, I don't want a house with stairs. Yeah. I don't want to have, a, you know, I love my gardening, but I'm going to make sure that I have raised beds. There you right? go. And those are things that if I think about them now when I'm in my early 60s, that's one thing. When we get to, you know, 10 years from now, if I don't start being you know, thoughtful now, where am I going to be then? It's going to be, I'm going to make another change down the road. See, and this is what what we want to really advise people. If you're in your 70s and you're really healthy, but the truth is the yard's getting to be overwhelming, there's other Mm -hmm. things you wanted to do in your retirement age and it's not taking care of that house all the time, then maybe an over 55 community Mm -hmm. might be exactly what you need. Sure. Um, You got a, you know, history of longevity in your family. Um, That might be the right way to go because you're going to spend less money. Mm-hmm. and you're going to have a little more freedom, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. You have to remember, too, the less care you need, the bigger your environment, okay? So that's something to keep in mind. You're living at home. You could be in a two to 3,000-square-foot house, depending on where you sure. live, okay? You got to remember, too, now you go into retirement, mm-hmm. and now you're looking at, you know, maybe 16, 1,800 square feet, assisted living. Now you're down to about 750 to mm-hmm. 550. And that's interesting that you say it. So. Yeah. We're going to talk about that in this hour of the different types. Yeah, and we are talking again to Kelly Smith. And Kelly is the Vice President of Marketing for uh, Care Partners Living. And you guys are amazing. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about your concept. You have how many communities right, now right growing? Now, right now we have 12 and we have three oh, in the hopper. That's um, amazing. And people always ask me, how do you guys do that and work with Medicaid? Well, a number of things. You've got to be smart about your money and the way you handle it. And we guarantee every single resident in every single one of our buildings can take their savings, spend down, Mm -hmm. you know, so they spend it all down to where they could qualify for Medicaid in a few years, Mm -hmm. and they stay with us. And that's perfect. Yeah. And that's that's one thing seniors don't need to have hanging over their head. I hate it when you hear somebody say, well, I hope I don't outlive my savings. Oh, honey, somebody loves you and hopes you outlive it for a long time. And here's the thing. You, you, people, may, families may not think of that, yeah. but for a daughter that whose my my mother ran out of money, and she had to go on Medicaid, um, she had to move. 
Yes, and I, I hate that because now they were their friends. It was horrible, it and was everybody horrible. knows their business. It's almost being shamed. And the other thing was, which was really bad, was she had to get used to new caregivers. That's she was right. in assisted living. She had to, and and she had grown attached to that little apartment that she was living well, of course. in. Of course, and it was a huge stress on her. Yeah. So to to you know, and I always found that just so there was a part of me that just my heart was just. You know, I felt that it was cruel to my mom. And yet I blamed myself as her daughter that I should have asked the right questions or I never would have moved her in there to begin with. But you didn't know. I didn't know. You and didn't that's know. why we're here today. And, and this is why you spend the time that you do mm-hmm. with this wonderful radio station educating families because of, of what you've learned. And I right. think that's wonderful. Right. So in, in you guys do do independent living you obviously on a on a, a concept tell us a little bit about care partners and how you serve seniors that are independent well when you're independent what a lot of times people don't understand is when you're independent that doesn't mean you don't need something right okay you're not going to spend thirty five hundred dollars on an apartment because you need nothing right <laughs> right right but what you do have is 24 hour a day three shift caregivers mm-hmm. you have a nurse on duty usually seven days a week mm-hmm. there's an on-call rn that's available if there was an emergency mm-hmm. and you're an independent resident they're not going to ignore you right um you need that nurse for something you can actually pay per diem if that's the right word mm-hmm. where you don't have to um you know, go on services for maybe a short time like if you have the flu or you exactly. sprain an ankle yeah. or you know you're you're just not feeling good well if or... you've ever lived alone and you get you know like a little skin problem on your back oh. it's kind of hard to reach that you know you got people around that are there to help you it doesn't mean you become something else right but you also don't change apartments as you need assisted living right but there's a reason people pay those fees mm-hmm. and a lot of times what they do is when they're independent they move in being able to come and go as they please they're not on any services nobody's watching them constantly right <laughs> paying attention to them of course yeah. but uh they and you can either meals. cook in your apartment or you can go downstairs and have a meal you can in you most places but you got to remember too your environment gets smaller so sure. even in independent those rooms are licensed for assisted and independent which means you go on services you don't have to move that's wonderful yeah. and that's a great way to do it so the idea is is to come into either, you know, if you're going to be in like a retirement or over 55, it's a little bit different. But when we're talking about the first step to, to going into, a, you know, independent living yeah. and into retirement living in more of a, um, con- I want, you don't want to use the word control, but more of a cared for environment. Yeah. The independent is such a great way because you get an opportunity to really ingratiate yourself while you still have you know, all your functionality well, and your mobility. Exactly. And you get a chance to learn that staff. Have the nurse get to know you. Right. You know, um, make friends mm-hmm. and, and still have the independence of hopping on that bus and going downtown Absolutely. and doing the things that they do if you don't feel like driving. Absolutely. You're treated just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. The only difference is you're not on services where somebody's coming into your apartment to help you with things, your activities of daily living throughout the day. That's amazing. And, you know, I just really want to emphasize to our listeners today that Care Partners has communities 
all the way south is Lacey, and all the way north is Everett, right? And Marysville. I, and Marysville, that's yeah. right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, and, and I love the fact that you guys are there for our seniors, and especially the fact that you can live there forever. So, coming up next, Ke- Kelly's going to be here, and we're going to talk a little bit more about assisted living. There we go. Um, and what does that mean? Talk to you soon. Thank you. The preceding podcast was provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Care Partners Living, go to carepartnersliving.com. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.